Hi, welcome to Lighthouse Vineyard Church. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to know more about us, feel free to visit us online at lighthousevineyard.church. Enjoy the message. Hello, everyone. My name is Clint Schwartz. I'm the lead pastor here at Lighthouse. Thanks for being here today. And I wanted to welcome those who are joining us over in the Beacon. Thanks for joining us over there. And if you're tuning in online, glad to have you as well. So thanks for being here, guys. Man, this is a good, good day to be at church, isn't it? Man, worship was just over the top. I mean, it was so good for me personally this morning. I don't know about you all, but I had a really good time during worship today. Hey, um, I wanted to do a little follow-up too. So last weekend, we uh, sent off our very first church plant, Gateway Vineyard Church, and uh, we launched them, prayed for them. And what was super exciting was that uh, asked you to give above and beyond your normal giving to help this church plant, because it takes a lot of finances to start a new church. And uh, so here's a picture of me later. This was on Friday, I think. I was able to give Tony a check or checks for uh, $7,000 because of your generosity. So thank you so much for that. That's, that's super exciting. And continue to pray for them. They will be starting to meet on Sunday nights actually in Granger uh, as their starting point on uh, May 2nd. So be praying for them. Also, we have a new message series starting next week. And uh, I'm really excited about this one. It's called Divine Identity, Knowing God by His Names. And it's an eight-week series where we're going to study the different names of God. And really the background as to why God was named this or that. And uh, my hope is that as we take those weeks to study the backstories and understand the names that God has been given, that we will understand God a little bit better ourselves. So anyways, make sure you come back next week as we start that series. Now to introduce today's message, uh, I'm going to tell you a little story about when I was like 10 or 11 years old. How many of you like mushroom hunting? Let me just see. Yeah, some of you are like mushrooms. Why would we ever hunt mushrooms? I loved mushroom hunting growing up. I never liked eating them. They were, they were awful, you know, when I was a kid. But now that I'm an adult, I love eating them and I can't find them. You know, it's all messed up, you know? Just can't do it. I was talking to some friends of mine and they said, yeah, we just go to the local place and buy them. We just kind of given up on the whole hunting thing. But I still like to go out and search for them. But when I was 10 or 11 years old, I was traumatized one time. I went mushroom hunting and uh, I was back behind my parents' house and they, they had some woods up in Michigan. And so I'm walking along with my family. And you know, when you mushroom hunt, you don't do this, you do this, right? So I'm looking down and I'm walking and I'm walking and I'm walking. And pretty soon I just stopped and I looked up and there was no one around me. I mean, nobody. And I didn't know where everyone was. I started calling out, hello, anybody, hey, nothing. And so you know what you're supposed to do when you're lost, right? You just take off running. No, that's not what you're supposed to do. But that's what I did. I just took off running. Yay! Hey, where are you guys? Where are you? You know, just running. And fortunately, I ran in the right direction. So I came up like over a hill and there they were. And I slowed down, started walking real cool. You know, they didn't even know I was lost. <laughs> I'll talk to my parents about that later. So anyway, but the thing was, what was so interesting was the emotion that I had. So I was terrified. But the moment that I saw somebody else that I knew where, that they knew where they were at, I was fine. Does that make sense? 
You know, so I, I was scared to death being by myself, being lost. But when I saw someone who knew where they were at, I knew I was found and I was fine. Today, we don't get lost physically very much anymore, right? I mean, we all have maps on our cell phones, you know, unless, of course, you use Apple Maps, and then you do get lost sometimes. Um, but generally, we all have these map apps on our phones with GPS, and we just don't get physically lost anymore. But even if you know where we are, even if we know where we are physically located on this planet, we can still feel lost. Right? And we can still be lost. Last year in March, about 15 of us went to Guatemala on a mission trip. And uh, it was right in the middle of the pandemic. So when we left, things were pretty normal here. And then when we came back, and things were terribly different just in that one week. And I remember uh, we, we arrived in the airport and the airports were were empty. And I remember going out into the parking lot and you just didn't see cars anywhere. And we had this eerie feeling. Um, when we were driving on the roads, I mean, the roads were just empty in the middle of the day on a Monday. And uh, it took us less than two hours to drive from O'Hare to here. <laughs> I mean, get an idea of that. That's never heard of, right? But we just had this strange feeling because when we left, everything was normal. But when we came back, we arrived into a nation, into a world, into a society that was feeling pretty lost. No one knew where we were. I mean, no one had ever been in this place before. And no one knew where we were going or how long that journey was going to take. And we still don't know how long that journey is going to take. Right when we think that this pandemic is over, it seems to reel its ugly head again. I mean, you look at the number of cases going down, going down. Did you know that Elkhart General just a few weeks ago, they were down to one person in the hospital with COVID. Just one. I'm like, this is finally over. And today I think there's 19. I mean, it just went back up. I mean, there was a season when I didn't know anyone, like just for several weeks, I didn't know anyone personally who had COVID. And then like today, I think I know three or four. I mean, it's just it's like, when is this going to end? If this past year has taught us anything, it has taught us that we don't know everything. Can I at least get an amen on that? We just don't. We thought we did, but we just don't know everything. We still need someone to tell us where we're going. We still need someone to tell us where we are, and to show us the way. Now, this is certainly true today in our culture, but guys, it was true in Jesus' day as well. Things were crazy in Jesus' day. Uh, you can turn in your Bibles to John chapter 14. That's where we're going to be. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are the first four books of the New Testament, so we're going to be in the fourth book of the New Testament. Now, in this section of Scripture, the Israelites are under Roman rule. The Romans were cruel um, and unmerciful dictators. Every Israelite during that time was just crying out and saying, Lord, send us a Savior. This is awful. 
These people ruling us are terrible. They're cruel. We need someone to come save us. We need someone to show us the way to freedom. Now, during that same time, the religious leaders weren't much better. The religious leaders, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the teachers of the law, they, they heaped up all of these religious rules on top of the people. And so the people, they felt enslaved by the religious leaders as well because they could never be perfect in man's eyes where what they felt was God's eyes. So they were enslaved by their government. They were enslaved by their religious leaders and they were just crying out, we need a way out of this. We need someone to show us the way. We need some, some path to freedom. But they didn't know how to get there. But in our text today, Jesus is talking to his disciples and he's explaining, guys, this is the way. This is the way to a better life. This is a way to paradise. That's what he's going to be sharing. So we're going to read the first six verses of John chapter 14. Jesus says to his disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you may also be where I am. You know the place, you know the way to the place where I'm going. He's talking about heaven. Thomas, one of the disciples, said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I just want to read that again. It's a profound statement by Jesus. He says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So today's message is titled, Wayfinder, Following the One Who Knows the Way. Following the one who knows the way. And I think it's really a message that we need to hear today. Especially if you felt lost this past year. Uh, this is a message for you today. All right, let me pray and I'll give you three things that you can fill in on your handout. So Father, we come to you and we thank you for sending your son Jesus to this planet to show us the way. And we don't have to be lost. We don't have to be confused. We don't have to be hopeless, God. You gave us the path to follow. So Lord, I pray that you would open up our hearts to hear from you today and that you would give me your words to speak. Holy Spirit, have your way here today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, you can fill this in on your handout if you'd like. First point, we can all know the way to a better life when we, number one, believe what Jesus said. It starts with belief. Believe what Jesus said. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth. Disciples wanted to know how to get to heaven. They wanted to know the better way in this life. And Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth. He basically said, if you want to know the way, I know the way. But you got to believe what I say. You have to trust me in this. We've all heard the story of the, the little boy who cried wolf, right? I mean, he, he lied several times. Hey, there's a wolf coming, there's a wolf coming. So when he actually went to tell the truth, nobody believed him. Jesus never lied. 
Jesus always told the truth to his disciples. He always spoke truth. When you read your Bibles, there's a section in the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, that's in red letters. You know, it's called the Red Letter Edition Bible. Most of our Bibles have that. It's because those are Jesus' words. I mean, they are truth. And when you read those words, you don't have to wonder if they're true. They are the truth. Jesus can't lie. It's not within his nature. Now, the opposite of the truth is what? It is a lie, right? Deception. Well, the, the enemy of Jesus and the enemy of Christ is the devil. Whereas Jesus represents truth and cannot lie, God cannot lie. Satan can't tell the truth. He is a liar, has been a liar from the beginning, and so all he shares is falsehood. This is how Jesus describes the devil in John chapter 8. He says, He was a murderer, murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native tongue, his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Our enemy, the devil, is a liar. And he is our enemy, and the opposite of truth is a lie. If we want to know the truth in this world, we have to choose who to believe. Are we going to believe what Jesus said and everything that he said? Or are we going to believe what culture might be speaking to us? There's a lot of falsehoods that are being spoken to us today. There's a lot of teachings out there about Jesus that a lot of beliefs that would say that he's a good man, that he was a good teacher. But he was more than that. He was the Son of God. He is the Son of God. And when he was here on earth, we can trust and believe what he said. Now I want to pause there for a moment because for some of you today, this may be the entire point of the message for you. It's choosing making the decision to choose whether you believe everything that Jesus said or not. Whether you believe everything in this book or not. Now, to be honest with you, I, I made that decision a long time ago. That even though I don't understand everything that's in this book, I'm going I'm to choose to follow it. I'm going to choose to believe what's inside of this book. And I'll tell you, because of that, I know who I am. I know where I am. I know whose I am. And I know where I'm going. I'm not lost today. And many of us would nod our heads and say the same thing. And it's only because of this book. And it was because I took it at face value and said, and if it says it, I'm going to believe it. So if you haven't settled that in your heart and mind today, let me just challenge you to do it. It's called faith, by the way. It takes faith to believe that this is the very words of God. That these 66 books were somehow put together by God divinely through fallible people. But that's what faith is. And, and Scripture says in here, 
Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And I would say without faith, it's impossible to know the way. I mean, there's a lot of different ways that are being offered out there. But there's only one. Jesus said, I am the way. The way. And it's through his word. Through what he said. Here's your feeling. Jesus didn't give just good advice. He spoke the very words of God. And so when he speaks, we can, we can trust him. We can believe him. Because he cannot lie. That's your first point, is just to believe what Jesus said. The second one is to live like Jesus lived. We can know a, a better life if we live like Jesus lived. Jesus was fully God and fully man. He came down as the atoning sacrifice for our sins. That's what Easter is all about, right? Good Friday is when Jesus died. Easter is when he rose. You know, he came for that reason, but he also came to give us an example of how to live our lives. Paul said it this way. He wrote most of the New Testament, and he said, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. If we just study what Jesus did, we would understand how to live this life, just to live like him. Now, let's face it. We're always looking for examples, right? People to pattern our lives after, to look after. And uh, in our society today, man, it seems like there's not a lot of good examples out there. I mean, this came up just this past week. Uh, musician and rapper Little Nas X. Anyone ever heard of Little Nas X? This guy? Never heard of him before this week. But he released what he's calling Satan Shoes. 666 pairs. They cost over $1,000 each for these Nikes. They sold out in a minute. They contain human blood in the soles, an upside-down cross, and a pentagram on it. On his website, he says, better to reign in hell than serve in heaven. Now, you might think this is just some lunatic guy. Nobody's actually paying attention to him. He's not influencing him. I mean, anyone. Nobody's following him, right? Well, he released a music video this past week that has already over 69 million views. I didn't check today. I'm guessing it's well beyond that today. People are listening to him. People are buying his shoes. You know, they're thinking this is cool, that this is normal. That's, that's just one of the examples we have in our culture today. People to follow. Many people are lost. They are hopeless. They are wandering. They're living their lives, maybe emulating, you know, superstars, American idols, all these people, and they're finding out that they're never achieving what they want. They're never getting to where they want to go. Well, one of my favorite bands uh, is called Switchfoot. And they have a song where they kind of talked about this generation. And I want to read the lyrics for this. This is from the song Thrive. Yeah, I, no, I'm not all right. I know that I'm not right. A steering wheel don't mean you can drive. A warm body don't mean I'm alive. No, I'm not all right. I know that I'm not right. It feels like a travel, but I never arrive. I want to thrive, not just survive. You know, and it, it breaks my heart because... In our society in America, I and mean, you go back 100 years, 200 years, 
And our, our country was built on the values of this book. And so even though people may not know Jesus, they may not follow Jesus, they followed his values. And life lined up a little bit. They, they were following the example of Christ, whether they knew it or not. But today, there's so many counterexamples, so many people doing the opposite of what Christ would do. And man, the, the levels of depression are escalating. The number of suicides, the number of broken marriages. I mean, so many people are dealing with these things that we weren't dealing with a hundred years ago. So if we want to thrive, it's modeling our life after Jesus. That's how we thrive. Jesus said it this way in John chapter 10, the thief, the enemy, the devil, comes only to, to steal and kill and destroy. Which is true. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. When we follow Jesus, we can have life to the full. So how did Jesus live? A little counterculture, right? He, he submitted to someone else, God the Father. He didn't just follow everything that he wanted to do. He laid down every decision he made to someone else. There was a submission to authority that took place. That's counterculture, right? Let's be ourselves. You do you, I'll do me. We can do whatever. Do what makes you feel good. It ain't working. It's not working. So if you want to live like Jesus did, you're going to have to submit to some authority. God. He didn't fight back when the soldiers mocked him and struck him and spit on him, called him names, put a crown of thorns and punched it down into his skull. He didn't fight back. He didn't even say a word. That's counterculture. Somebody does something wrong to you. McDonald's gives you coffee that's too hot. Man, you're going to let them know about it, right? You're going to sue them. Somebody posts something on Facebook. It just, man, Governor Holcomb, I wouldn't want his job for anything. It was probably really nice a year ago. <laughs> and then everything changed, right? He, he, he's, he posted a week ago or so that, you know, they're going to take down the mask mandate. And, and, and so I did the wrong thing. I, I read some of the comments. People are so mean. So mean. Hateful. Hateful. You don't do what I want you to do. I'm going to let you know about it. That's not the way Jesus lived. In fact, what did Jesus do with the people that nailed him to the cross? He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He forgave them, and then he asked God the Father to forgive them as well. That's not what our culture is teaching us. But let me just submit to you, that is the way. That's the way to peace. That's the way to life. That's the way to joy and happiness on this planet. So if we want to have that joy, we want to have that peace, we've got to do what Jesus did. 
So here's your fill-in. A life worth living will resemble the life of Christ. If we want a life worth living, it's going to look a lot like Jesus did. And then our last point for this morning. We can all know the way to a better life when we follow where Jesus leads. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Except through me. Jesus is the way. And we have to follow him. He is the only way to heaven. There's only one way, and it's through Christ. So Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. But he also said in John 11, verse 25, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. So Jesus was making it very clear. There is a pathway to heaven, to God my Father, but it's, it's through me. It's not through Buddha. It's not through Muhammad. It's not through doing good works. I was listening to a Facebook or a YouTube influencer, and he was saying, well, I'm just basically agnostic. I believe that, you know, I'm basically a good person, and if there is a God, which I don't think there is, but there might be, but if I ever do meet him one day, he'll look back at my life and say, well, you're a pretty good person. I'll let you into heaven. It's, it's not the way it works. And so going back to Jesus, Jesus was pretty clear. Hey, there's only one way to heaven. It's through me. That's it. There's no other way. And so we can't believe that Jesus was just a good teacher because either he was a liar, right? He was lying and when he said, I'm the way. Or he was a lunatic because he thought he was the way when he really wasn't. He's some crazy man. Or he really is the Son of God. And he meant what he said. And the truth was in him. When he said, there is no other way to heaven except me. And Easter is not about a bunny. Not about the little eggs, right? They're fun. I enjoy that. But no, it's so much more than that. At Easter time, it makes us really look inside and, and make a decision if we really want to be honest with ourselves and say, who do I think Jesus is? Who do I think Jesus is? Well, I'll tell you who I think he is. The Son of God. The way to life. So here's your last fill-in. The pathway to heaven goes past the foot of the cross and through an empty tomb. It's believing that Jesus died on the cross willingly for my sins, but that he didn't stay down 2,000 years ago today. The tomb was empty because he rose again. It's believing that. 
That's the pathway to heaven. So we can all know the way to a better life when we believe what Jesus said, when we live like Jesus lived, and when we, when we follow where Jesus leads. I'm going to turn the beacon over to Tony uh, for ministry time. I'm going to invite Will to come up here and sing a song. And you guys can just stay seated while he sings this song. Um, and just, just read the words. You can sing along. Feel free to do that. But it's really more I want you just to spend a little time and evaluate your heart. You know, who do you say Jesus is while we sing the song? And then I'll come up and lead us in a closing prayer.
thank you for the price you paid for us and giving up your life to save the lost and thank you Jesus for the cross thank you Jesus for I wanted to take you back. I want to take you back to that opening story of when I was lost in the woods. I re- recognized that I, I didn't know where I was and I needed someone to show me the way. And so it was in that moment that I did what we weren't supposed to do, right? I took off running. I took off running until I found someone that knew the way. And let me just tell you today, if you feel lost, today's the day to run towards the Savior. Run and just say, okay, God, I've tried it on my own. (laughs) I've done what, you know, all the self-help books say to do, and it just isn't working. I'm going to try something different. I'll run to you today. Let's all stand. So if that's you today and you know you just need to run to the cross. You just need to choose to follow him even though maybe you've maybe you've done it before and you've walked away or maybe this will be for the first time I just want to encourage you to do something really difficult which is to just walk up to the front of the stage and let God know let everybody else here know that you're making that decision today to follow Jesus and then I want to pray with you after I dismiss everyone really tough thing to do I've done it before in a setting like this and it changed my life it changed my life so if you want to do that today if you want to make that decision I'm going to follow Jesus no matter where he takes me I want to encourage you to walk up here right now in front of everyone But trust me, God sees that, that step. Is there anyone? Today would be your day to make that decision to follow Jesus no matter where he leads you. I'm just going to wait a little bit. It's a tough decision to make. Many of us have already made that decision. But I'm guessing there's a few today where God's maybe speaking to you and saying, actually, I believe God is saying to someone right now, so how's it going? How is your life going without me? That's what God's saying to you. Because we can live this life without God. We can do it. 
but it isn't going to go very well. Not for very long, anyway. So if God's speaking to you and saying, hey, it's time to give up your way and submit to Him, I want to encourage you to come up here. Is there anyone? All right. Well, if you know it's you and you're just too afraid to come up here, I would just encourage you to come find me afterwards. I'll be up here in the front. I'd be glad to talk to you. Well, let's all pray. Bow our heads. So God, we come to you and I just thank you for your word that is true. I thank you for coming onto this planet, Father, to give us an example of how to live. And even more than that, God, you, you gave up your life as a payment for our sins. So Lord, if there's anyone here today that doesn't know you and they need to know you, God, I pray that they would have the courage to come up afterwards and talk to me. But Lord, for the rest of us, Lord, I pray that we would be a beacon of hope to a lost and dying generation, God. Let us shine the light of hope the light of Christ everywhere we go, God. Let us boldly share our faith because we know the truth. And we thank you, Jesus, for the cross. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you for being here today. If you have any prayer requests on anything, just come on up and let us pray with you as well. Have a great week. Well, that's it for today's message. We hope we helped you know God more intimately. If you feel our ministry is helping you spiritually, feel free to find out more about us at lighthouseofinner.church. Thank you for being part of our family, and we will see you next time.